who is it? The armorer is kind of where I'm leaning because like they they showed a lot of things that would seem to be unnecessary with her flying back to the ship. She just keeps flying. I up. was yeah, so nervous. And they keep cutting to her, and I'm like, there's a reason they're showing us this. Who's the man in the best mask? He's the man, the Lorian, who gets paid to do random tasks. It's the man, the Lorian. This is the way he'll say, and then he'll be on his way. Welcome to another episode of the Mandalorian After Show. It is season three, episode seven. And uh, for those of you who don't know, we just watched this episode when it came out at midnight or 11. 50 or whatever you want to call it on Disney Plus when it dropped. And we are here at, you know, one-ish to two-ish a.m. Pacific time to talk about the episode that just happened. I'm your host, Demetra Pereira. And we also got co-host Sarah Zitney, a.k.a. Miss Marauder. What's up, Sarah? Oh, hello. It's it is late good. night. And, it is. Uh, I, that was a good episode to you know, wake you up, though, right? A lot happened. A, a lot, lot happened. that I called i called a lot of that but i think some of it i stole it from a different podcast so i don't know if that okay counts. that's fair oh how dare you how dare you listen to any other podcast <laughs> other than the keeg and the obviously officially unofficial uh mandalorian after show yeah uh but either way thank you so much for co-hosting uh we also got matthew maury here to guest famous uh uh, uh bassist for cross check oh yeah super famous jeez Got too many, well, too many people asking me to play for them. It's just insane. Uh, how 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 you liking the season? Um, a lot better now. So, um, yeah. you know, it's a little interesting at the start. I wouldn't say I disliked it, but um, it's definitely it has definitely uh, seemed to be a, a lower quality than the other two seasons up until now. Yeah, for me, it was like, where is it going? What is the point? And one could say, why does there need to be a point? But I feel like for these shows, there does need to be a point. Right? I don't know. Sarah? Uh, Yeah. So, I mean, I think there has to be a vague destination. You don't have to be sprinting forward, you know, every episode, but you have to know kind of where you're going. Right. And, and I think it threw us off with the whole, he needs to be redeemed. We thought that was going to be a, the whole season, him trying to get to Mandalore. Um, and then it was two episodes. So I think we were kind of like, okay, what do we do now? So, and yeah. I think the show felt like that. Like, okay, we're just kind of treading water until we can get to retaking Mandalore. Yeah. Yeah. I, it, it was so hard. Uh, again, this is the seventh se- episode of the season. And finally, it just feels like, uh, okay, now we're back. Like we we kind of know where it's going now. There's a point to it. I don't know, Matthew. Like how you how you feeling? Yeah, I mean, I think I think I agree with that. Um, the Moff Gideon stuff. Like, I kind of wish we would have had some of that a little early. I I do appreciate that we got we got it. I do like that they they did it late because it it kind of brings some excitement late in the game, you know, and it's kind of ties everything they did tease moff gideon i guess in the earlier episodes but um moff gideon's so good i wish we could have been spending more time with them you know uh, yeah uh this i mean yeah. this episode he came in full force you know yeah it's it's bizarre to me just in a big picture sense that we spent an entire episode with pershing just for it to be like Oh, we don't have his stuff anymore. Like they were like, <laughs> they're like, what about Pershing and the clone cloning stuff? And he's like, oh, <clears throat> we don't have, you know, oh, he was captured by the New Republic. And it's like, okay. That's not true though. That's not true. No, so that no, of course not. That gives us the tidbit that the cloning stuff that he was doing with Grogu and Pershing was not Imperial stuff. That was his own thing he was doing. Yeah. That wasn't what they wanted him to do. They were into the cloning. He wasn't into the cloning. And so he's like double double agent, right? So he's not yeah. really going along with what the Imperials want to do. But we still spent a lot of time on Pershing just to fry his brain. 
Yeah, I wrote I wrote uh, I wrote notes in this episode. I'm sure you did, too. But we essentially start off with this imperial council, this shadow council of imperial stuff. Oh, yeah. The hollow uh, Zoom call. The hollow Zoom call. Yes. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I also wrote that down. <laughs> I put the imperial remnant is having a Zoom call. <laughs> <laughs> no, and we don't know. We start out with Kane looking amazing in a trench coat. She's doing the it's a real Blade yeah. Runner. Oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, it was Blade moments. Runner. Yeah. I also wrote Blade yeah. Runner. Yeah. Um, where she lets them know kind of about, and, and we find out that the pirates were getting set up. He sent the pirates yes. to fuck up Navarro. Good to know. Yeah. Also, that's an Imperial probe droid, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, but that design, if you saw it flying anywhere, you'd be like, yeah, that's an Imperial design, right? Like, it's not used for anything else, right? It's just Imperial stuff. I think so. I, I don't know. It looked I huge. I've never seen it used for anything else. I suppose it could be used for something else. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, but then the Zoom call. Then we got the Zoom call. Uh, we got names for some of those people. You guys want to talk about mm-hmm. that council? <clears throat> yeah, Hux's dad. Oh shit! I didn't even catch uh, that. Was on the ca- council. Yep, uh, Commandant yeah. Hux. They yeah. mentioned a couple times. Um, so that's Hux's dad, Pelion, who I don't know who that is. And then we talk about Thrawn uh, a couple times. Uh, not surprising, given the Ahsoka, you know, trailer that just dropped that they're using this moment to mention Thrawn a lot. Um, and then Project Necromancer. Which I'm assuming is bringing uh, Palpatine back from the dead. Wait, what did oh, you say? That would make sense. What was that about Necromancer? Uh, he says that Commander Hux is working on co- the the thing that Commandant Hux is Hux is working on is called Project Necromancer, uh, which is I'm assuming bringing Thrawn Jeez. back to life. Bringing Thrawn or bringing Palpatine? I'm sorry, I'm sorry, bringing Palpatine. But Thrawn's like, that's his plan. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think Thrawn has any allegiance to the Emperor? Hmm. I have no idea. I don't know. Am, Am I a little bit delayed? A little bit. Yeah, okay. but we did cool. also take a while to say I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> we took a moment to think about it. Um, so yeah, no, I, I don't know if he would have any allegiance to them, the emperor, because um, I have a red heir to the empire, and anything I've seen, like the emperor hasn't been around, so I have no idea. Yeah, well, with with everything that was coming out of uh, Star Wars Celebration uh, over in London. I mean, we got a lot of lot of little tidbits, right? There's a the Soka show. Um, Thrawn is coming back in that, and they're gearing up for like, I'm assuming a crossover movie. Is it a crossover movie, or is it just a Mandalorian yeah. movie? Yeah, it is. It's yeah. the Mandalorian timeline. Yeah, everything. they referred to it as like the culmination of the Mandoverse. Yeah. Um, which leads me to wonder if they've all been bluffing this whole time because John Favreau has been saying, well, I don't see an end in sight. Like there's not an end game for it. Like we don't know where it's headed. Pedro Pascal has said like, Oh, I plan for the, you know, forever. And it's like, well, if, if the, if the, the culmination of the Mando versus development right now, then that would mean maybe another season of Mando, maybe like one more season before the movie comes out. Um, I mean, I, I think it's going to yeah. cross over with Ahsoka stuff too, right? Like, mm-hmm. it seems yeah. to me that Thrawn is going to be the wow. big bad of the movie. Yeah. Yeah, well, Moff Gideon is just going to be like a henchman or like a pawn or something. 
I don't know. Moff Gideon seems like the big bad, but maybe it's just for the Mandalorian series. He's the big bad. I think that, yeah, I think he's the big bad for the Mandalorian. That's going to lead us into Ahsoka where we're going to get Thrawn, but you can't have Moff Gideon be the big bad for three seasons. And then Thrawn only gets one season with Ahsoka. Right. So I do think that he's going to carry over into into the movie to be the big bad in the movie because he can't they're not gonna they're not gonna beat Thrawn in one season of Ahsoka yeah I don't know seems like it seems so messy because like all this stuff is happening in like the television medium and they're gonna just like finish it off in in a movie Uh, I don't know it's a little little odd by the way side note uh well so to me, I like, and this is something that I've always said, is that like the big difference between movie and TV stuff is pacing, right? It's how you build your plots and how you do your stories. Like it, it, it shouldn't be a six, like six episodes shouldn't be like a six hour movie. It should be different right. things and like, you know, mm-hmm. and or really took advantage of that. Um, but I I got to I got to admit, okay, I, I, before this weekend before right now all the previous episodes i've been watching all these shows on a pretty rinky dink 1080 uh tv uh that was pretty bad quality this whole time uh because that's what i used to have in my room now i got a 4k tv the effects look pretty good is it just this episode am i wrong no it's not just this episode because I, I have episode, 4K TV. The special effects were great in this episode. And it's not just the 4K, it's the HDR, which makes it look, it just makes the colors like so beautiful. So yeah, it, it's, it's been cinematic, right? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Okay. Because I thought, I've been thinking this whole time that there was just kind of a, just a dip in quality, like between the TV shows, a TV show and a movie. But no, I, well, mean, I, I was just watching it on a bad TV. I do think there is, <laughs> but yeah. it's, it's pretty good for TV. That's how I'd put it. You don't think yeah. that that was movie quality stuff with the with the with the ships today? Mm, not really. There's a lot less of it. Oh right, there's a lot less of it. That's true. That's fair. Um, and you okay. can kind of tell the volume is not cinematic quality. Now that we've had time with the volume, I can kind of see it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I get that. Uh, but I'm sure they're gonna figure out a way that the movie is gonna be a standalone. Yeah, that's what I'm worried about. I want it to be where I could just pop yeah. it in and watch it and not feel like I have to watch, you know, 18 hours of television right before. I'm I, sure I though. think they'll learn. Uh, yeah, I, I feel like they'll learn from Boba Fett. Like you couldn't even get people to watch essential episodes of another TV show, you're not going to get them to watch seasons of TV to watch a movie. So right. I feel like I would wonder how they would yada yada the whole backstory of Mando and Grogu. Um, but I mean, I'm, I'm sure we'll cross that bridge when we come to it and they'll figure out a way to do yeah. it. Yeah. I mean, you don't really, do you, do you really need to? Yeah. They don't the have much. Of it. Yeah. You, they don't have you, much. Yeah. Oh, uh, why is this baby inside of a droid? We'll have to. You can just question. introduce them and. The movie and there will be a reintroduction in the movie of yeah. all the characters and who how they kind of like work that being said i think that um star wars has something that like other franchises don't and that's the opening crawl well this you can li- probably wouldn't have it yeah well who knows but the point being is like if they had the opening crawl that's easy it's you you just get a quick summation somehow grogu has returned you know <laughs> So, yeah. Oh, um, it's a, a big Grogu episode. It's a big episode for everybody. Yeah. It really well, is. it was 53 minutes. You know, they managed to fit a lot in. Um, so yeah, uh, well, okay. I, I don't know if you guys know Palaeon. You guys know Palaeon? Is he from is he from uh the cartoon shows? He's from the legends as far as that's what I remember him from. He's from Legends. Oh, okay. So yeah, I, don't, I don't know. He is he's a Legends character that 
I mean, this is big for any Legends fans. Oh. <clears throat> if you look him up, yeah. like, he is one of the sort of architects of the new empire. But then uh, he's not completely bad or anything, as far as what I remember. But, like, he was one of the architects of that. Like, he was post, you know, Return of the Jedi Empire. But that was him right there. And he was a Legends character, and now he's canon. Yeah. He well, he was already canon. He was in a Rebels episode. Yeah, oh, that's what he? I thought. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, just one, though. He wasn't, like, a main character. You wouldn't... I didn't remember him. I had to Google it just now. Um, yeah. yeah he, know, fought, full, uh, he fought against the Yuzhen Vong yeah. in Legends. Um... He he wasn't completely bad. He's uh, I see a thing for seeking peace. He was a pretty prominent imperial character mm. in the books, uh, in the not now non-canon books. And so um to see him live action in this, like I don't know if you guys know, but like my personal favorite is Admiral Dalla. So Admiral Dalla is a female admiral, she was the only female admiral in all of the Empire. And she is a main, she starts off as a, a big bad in the Star Wars books and then goes on to be sort of a reluctant ally. And hmm. uh, it's only a matter of time till I get Admiral Dalla. Like, I, I think. What? I think they kind of, they have a similar character in the Aftermath books. Oh, what's her name? Uh, Ray Sloan. Okay. Was she She's an admiral? Kind of, well, you, yeah. Yeah, and she kind of like becomes a reluctant ally. What's her name? Ray she Sloan? A, yeah, R-A-E. <clears throat> um, okay. Anyway, I'm going to look the, it up. Yeah, look her up. She's, she's pretty similar to what you're describing. She's oh, also no, well, the, she's uh, not an admiral, I don't think. The video game. Yeah, but she's not an admiral. She served as a naval officer, but not an admiral. Oh, Grand Admiral Sloan? Ah. Oh, yeah, maybe. that's what I thought. <laughs> okay. Pretty sure. Is she... Yeah, she's pretty, she's pretty similar to what you're describing. Yeah. I'm going to have to look into that, because you're a big Aftermath fan. I'm right? waiting for them to add her, because, I, I, dude, I love that series. That's so good. Uh, yeah, it's really good. So I'm always looking. So Hux's father's in the Aftermath series too. Mm. What's his name? I'm waiting for all those characters to show up. Armitage Hux? Is that what it is? No, that's Hux's name. Hux's name is Armitage. Uh, oh, okay. Uh, it's something uh, weird. Like Endel. I didn't write down his first name. Brendel. Yeah. That was my second guess. Endelius or Brendel. <laughs> you know? Brendel. Yeah. By the way, if there isn't a, a somebody with the name Endelius, there, there should be. Because it sounds like it'd be a real... real I mean, man. it sounds like Andel- Andelians. Or An- the, Anzel- uh... Anzelans? Oh, Anzelans. Yeah. We do see them. Uh, or at least yeah. the one, whatever his name is. And he's playing out. the hits. Uh-huh. And he's playing the hits. Bad baby, no squeezy. <laughs> Bad baby, no squeezy. Um, so so after this imperial scene, uh, I keep I keep writing down armorer is traitor, and I'm I'm putting keep putting question mark question mark like uh the title of this episode is the spies. Who are the spies? Is that the imperial people? Are those people spies? Yeah, Matt, what's that what title? Think? Well, well, the whole time I'm thinking like. We're seeing all these people come together, and um, you know, I'm in my mind. It's like they showed the previously on the Beskar steel in the yeah in the ship where they took out um, Moff Gideon. Right. I'm like, who the hell? Who is it? We, and the armor is kind of where I'm leaning because, like, they they showed a lot of things that would seem to be unnecessary. With her flying back to the ship, she just keeps flying I up. Was, yeah, 
and they keep cutting to her and i'm like there's a reason they're showing us this i don't know yeah uh yeah (laughs) i i I don't know but then i wrote off like oh the best scar is because the like the death troopers have best scar now best scar now yeah that's true so it's like okay there's that so it's like maybe that's a red herring on the red herring though. It could be. Yeah, like, I think I mean, look. I don't think I I think I said it a few episodes ago where I was like I think the Imperials are on Mandalore mining Beskar, but it's not that pure. They're not doing that good of a job of forging it, which is why some of the Beskar might have come off in the ship. Um, is that your is that your theory that you mentioned yes. earlier? Okay. Yeah. Uh um, there's also the fact that like maybe the armorer is Helping, yeah, helping him with Beskar. Like, because that would explain why she's the one that volunteered to take the the people back. Yeah. You would think that the armorer would want to be there to witness them seeing the Great Forge, since that's kind of her fucking deal. So the yeah. fact that she was like, "Yeah, I'll just take these guys back." Uh, yeah, I was having like heart palpitations the entire time when she was like flying with him i was like what is about to happen um yeah darth palpitation if she <laughs> somehow my palpitations ridiculous <laughs> I, if if she's not a bad guy i feel like i need to like apologize because if she's yeah. not up to something shady i will be shocked you, they you know what else is us, shady i think they want us to feel that way for sure for yeah show creators absolutely you know what else is shady the fact that Moff Gideon has a helmet that also has the horns like the yeah. armor. Yeah. And they brought up Death Watch, right? Did they bring up Death Watch? Yes. They did. Right? Yeah, and it's like the, yeah, like the mall horns. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Uh, I, I go back and forth with Moff Gideon um, <laughs> where it's like, Many moments in there where I was like, this man is a badass. This man is kind of this terrifying. But then at the end of the day, I'm like, Moff Gideon is just a bitch-ass Mandalorian fanboy <laughs> making his, his own little Mandalorian <laughs> armor, and he wants the dark saber because he wants to be a man. You know, he wants to be a Mandalorian so bad <clears throat> that he's going to like genocide the rest of the Mandalorian so that he can be the Mandalorian. He can be the Mandalorian. I think that it, he's more than just a Mandalorian stand. He is a colonizer. He is appropriating, yeah. and he he mentions it. He's like, whether it's cloning or the Force or Mandalorian stuff, why don't I just take bits and pieces and I make them better? Because yeah. they're me. You, you, eugenics. Right. Yeah. You know, and it's just like, they're, like it's the whole idea that like a, a given culture is not fit enough to manage their own shit. So it's like, well, I will manage it. I will take yeah. the museum items and put it in England. Yeah. You know, and it's like, it's not England's items to use uh, or have, you know. Um, there's a meme that says like, oh, what it, what a Brit- the British Museum would look like if they gave back all of their stolen artifacts and just an <laughs> empty room. <laughs> But like that's what he's doing. It's cloning. It's the Force. It's Mandalorian stuff. Like he has a cape and a jetpack now. <laughs> like, yeah, you know, and he looks like Vader. Yeah. Anytime they let Giancarlo just chew on the scenery, <laughs> I have a very good time. He's. I want toys. So that's good. what I want. There's a lot Moff of toy. Kidding. There's a lot of toy stuff in this episode alone. Like. <laughs> Like, can you imagine getting that pirate shit? <laughs> you that, go like, for the you, you go for the toy side, and I go for the like cosplayer side, where I'm like, yeah. oh, I know a million 3D printers just fired up, um, ready to go. Um, it's only on a matter of time. Getting helmet for cosplayers. It's only a matter of time till somebody cosplays as IG12 and puts a fake Grogu right here. Somebody's already working on it right Somebody's now. Somebody's literally working on this right now. Yeah. It's, I think his handle's Dr. Sci-Fi. He's the one that makes, like, the BD droid that can talk. Um, yeah. And he also made, like, a walkable K2SO that he, like, oh, yeah, I can saw walk that. with. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm sure he will have one by yes. 
Yes. I don't know. Yes. 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 As as a parent that recently had a toddler, uh, that just really spoke to my soul. The idea of just like only speaking in yeses and nos. Um, they might as well put like a, a why. Why? 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 <laughs> when he was trying to grab the thing from him, I just, yeah, why would you give a toddler a giant mech body suit? It was <laughs> hilarious. It was that random. I didn't know why he did that. Delightful. Why did he do that? Was there something in the previous episode that led us to this? Why did okay. he want to bring back the droid? He I wanted to bring back the, the droid memory. because he's a droid racist and that's the only droid he likes. Yeah. So he was like, this is the only droid I feel comfortable working with. Um, oh. But his memory thing was fried. So the Anzellans like took the, the memory out, just stripped him down to the core and were like, okay, now he's essentially just an RC car. He's just like, a he just controlled so that the cognition is the human that's controlling him. It doesn't yeah. make any sense. Um, but what led us here? There was, did something happen to Grogu in the past there was a, that I'm missing? Uh, I forgot. There was a reason why they, he needed the droid. Like there was a reason why he needed him. Yeah, I forget what it was. There's no reason. It was to go to to explore Mandalore because they didn't know if the atmosphere oh, was, yeah. was safe. Yeah, that's but, what it was. But there's no reason for Grogu to be in that droid. Right. We did not need a new Grogu thing. Grogu's pram did not explode. There's no reason for that baby to be in that droid. I, I, I think I needed it. <laughs> I mean, it brings us back to season one when he was like <clears throat> carrying him in front of him in the little pack. Oh, yeah. Very reminiscent of that that visual. Um, yeah, and I guess the idea is like he can carry his own now. He can kind of communicate a little bit more. Um, and he can walk and run around. Yeah. Uh, uh, hijinks. He, he, uh, there, there's a fight on that pirate ship between Axe Woves, right? Is that his name? Axe Woves and mm-hmm. Paz Vizla. And we see that. Is that the first time we ever see a Vibroblade in action? Like, like, have we seen it? Probably seen it in a cartoon. I right? want to say it's happened before, but I can't okay. tell you when. Look, who okay. among us has that not gotten yeah. into a knife fight because we lost at chess? Um, I right. understand exactly. Right, first um, first order of business: chess. If you yeah. lose at that, then you pull a vibroblade. Yeah, space chess. Yeah, and then Grogu steps in. Which is weird yes. because they say neither side can step in, and then Grogu steps in, and they're like. Good boy. What? But he's yeah. a Mandalorian, right? But, but, well, he hasn't he hasn't said the creed. He hasn't said the words. Yeah, that's true. I don't know. But he's yeah, true. Bo-Katan says, you taught your apprentice well. And then Din says, he didn't learn that from me. Delightful. Um, <clears throat> yeah. Uh, and then I keep writing in my notes, armorer? <laughs> yeah. Armorer? Um, yeah, I wrote, uh, Bo-Katan gives us a little speech. Uh, everyone has a very tense feast. We're calling it a feast. Um, and they send the advanced team to Scout Mandalore and set up a perimeter. And then I wrote, the armorer is coming. And then I just drew a little suspicious face. Hmm. Yeah. Why is the yeah. armorer coming? That she was either going to be a villain or she was going to die. Yeah. That's my thoughts when she was going to go. Yeah. I thought she was like the whole thing would explode or something like on her way. Like it kept showing that ship, you know, it was weird. And we got like a fleeting moment of the happiest Bo-Katan I've ever seen when they land on Mandalore and she's like giving the instructions and she's like genuinely smiling. Like she's doing it. She's got the Mandalorians together. She's going to retake Mandalore. She's on the, you know, and there's this moment where she's like, is just like, she is trying to keep herself like from like breaking out into like the biggest smile anyone's ever seen. And I was like, Bo is so happy. Like thinking back to where she was at the beginning of the season, like just sulking on her throne room chair, literally just sulking all day um, yeah. to hear where she's leading them to retake Mandalore was such a beautiful moment. Um, and then it was ruined. Um, I was like, there's like a, a real nice like 20 minutes where I was like, damn, Bo-Katan is like the happiest she's ever been. 
Yeah. And um, then we find out that she's surrendered willingly to Moff Gideon. The first time. Oh, the uh, first. Yeah. Yeah. To save Mandalore. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't fault her for that. No. No, of course not. That's not a betrayal. It's not her. It's just. No. Because you know. the options was that we can keep fighting. And we can all get slaughtered anyway. Or I can see if maybe this deal will work. And then if he breaks, if he betrays me, we all get slaughtered anyway. So it was a lose-lose situation and she tried and I don't, uh, I don't feel bad about it. Yeah. She took the only option where there's a possible, uh, possible way out. Yeah. And then we got a din and bow moment that I'm sure people that ship that will like. Uh, I was wondering what was going on there. Don't like it. Um, which, which part do you not like? I don't, I don't ship, I don't ship it. Yeah. I don't think it's romantic. Um, but him calling her Lady Crees um, oh. made me a little worried that there was going to be some kind of romance. Um, eh, I think it's just showing respect. Maybe. Yeah, because the, like the OG Mandos that knew her, they called her Lady Crees. Um, so I think, yeah. Um, She's been kind of insecure this whole time hopefully. too, right? Right. So. He's trying to hype her up. And then what he says is, I wrote it down because I really liked it. He says, your song is not yet written. I will serve you until it is. I really liked that. Yeah. Um, that was a nice yeah. way to say it. Is that that's kind of I mean, isn't that what like everybody wants to hear a little bit, you know? You know, Everyone someone to, to say that, that to them. Appreciated. Yeah. Yeah. Like you're making a difference. Yeah. Um, then yeah, we get she's doing weird, it, she's doing the thing. We get some weird like Godzilla and Kylosaur. Like just breaking out of a mountain randomly, and just like breaks the breaks the ship, so then they have to go underground. Yeah, I thought it was the, the mythosaur. I thought, but the mythosaur yeah, is not that big. No, it became very clear that it wasn't, and then I was that's like, "That's a Godzilla type." These creature. Mandalorians, no matter where they go, cannot escape being attacked by giant dinosaurs. <laughs> Like they must have some kind of pheromone that attracts <clears throat> giant dinosaurs because they they can't they just keep getting wrecked by him every time. Yeah. I don't I don't know why. That that it must serve a purpose, right? All of them getting attacked by animals all the time. Yeah, it's just Deus ex dinosaur. Like they just yeah. when it needs to get fucked up, like just throw a different kind of dinosaur at him. Yeah. 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 Um they have water, air, and earth. They fought all the now they just need a fire oh, one. Oh yeah. Is that not the, the fire one? That's of... the earth one? It's fair. I think so. Okay. Yeah, all um, the season two, right? Yeah. Uh when we then we see we, them go underground and they fight the stormtroopers that come in, that they fly in on blaster packs. Uh do those stormtroopers have weak points in their armor? Is that something you guys noticed or not? Because I feel like that weak point. Yeah, I can't right? tell. Well, Bo is stabbing them a lot. She's doing a lot of stabbing in like right. neck and like shoulder. So I think they have like any, you know, like a turtle. Open. Yeah, where yeah. they have yeah. an opening. Yeah. Um, but Paz is the one that's doing the most damage because I think he has the most firepower. It right? also seemed uh, like like a lot of the shooting was like just pushing people off, just like the actual hitting them was like pushing them off the, the ledge yeah right that's yeah that was definitely the most killing that was doing the most damage i think the i think the blasters didn't do a ton of damage to them yeah but uh, the stat I, I saw them get shot in the neck and stuff so i thought like maybe mm-hmm. there was weak points there um but yeah we get we get them and then they suddenly like the blast doors close and and mando gets taken right yeah yeah. And then Moff Gideon he, shows up. He didn't use the birds. He should have. Does he still have the birds? I think he has any left. Yeah. I don't know why Bo-Katan didn't use the Darksaber at all during that first fight. Maybe it was too cramped. Uh, when she was stabbing people with a knife, I was like, you have the Darksaber, but that's oh. okay. Uh, it, I mean, it, it was close quarters, so maybe she didn't want to accidentally stab anyone. Um, yeah. Pretty narrow, too, probably. Yeah. 
Yeah, I it, in the jumble, I couldn't decide. Like, I knew that some people got caught off by the blast doors, but I didn't realize it was just Din out there for like. Oh yeah, yeah, kind of a long time. Well, because I was um, thinking at, at one side of the blast doors would die. That's what I thought. Like, but then I realized all like most of the characters were on that side of the blast doors, and then I was like, oh, it's only Din on this side, so they're not going to kill Din. And I didn't think they were going to not kill Bo-Katan or anything. So, you know. I thought Um, they were going to take his helmet. I thought they were going to take his helmet off. mm. I thought he was going to take his helmet off to, like, humiliate him. Yeah. Um, Maybe that's just my wishful thinking. Um, Maybe. He hasn't had his helmet off yet this season. Does Pedro Pascal even show up to set? I know that... uh, That... Katie Sackhoff has talked a lot about working with Brendan, Brendan Wayne, um, and about how he was such a good scene partner. So I think the majority was Brendan Wayne and Latif Crowder because they also like are credited now pretty high up in the credits. Um, so I don't, I think his face will be there. At, <laughs> I think we'll see it at least once a season. So I think he will have shown up. Anytime there's action, it's somebody think, else, right? But he he might be there for the more like dialogue heavy scenes. But I don't know. Just guessing. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Um, let's talk about Paz Vizla's end. Like end. What's up? I mean, Sorry. I liked it, not because I got to see Paz. I I I liked it, not because I want Paz Vizsla to die, even though I am a Paz Vizsla hater. Um, but I think it was fitting for him. He he's not going to do anything but go out in a blaze of glory. Um, so I I liked it. I like that he took all of those guys out, like yeah. literally took down a battalion. Right, like he, uh, and then his gun was firing so much it overheated. Um, and sort of melt. Um, and then it wasn't until the Praetorian was it what are they Praetorian guards? What yeah, Praetorian called? guards. They mentioned yeah, them earlier, they right? Out. Didn't they say something like that? Oh, what he earlier needs, right? Yeah. Yeah, he, he requested them because he he's yeah, and they kind of made fun of him, like, oh, are you afraid of getting assassinated? Yeah. He was like, actually, yes. Yeah. Um, um Paz, I I feel bad. For him i feel kind of sad i did feel sad and yeah. it, it wasn't a fair fight but i think the way i justified paz staying behind because it's easy to be like well that was kind of dumb did he just want to die in paz's head this is what i was thinking any stormtrooper left alive is a stormtrooper that can show up to your door later you know what i mean yeah, and I mean, the other Mandos are trying to run away, right. you know, so he's, I, I definitely think he's buying them time. It'll just be one of those things that, like, if they don't get away, it was for nothing, you know, but it's like, I think, I think it made sense. I don't think he did it. I don't think it was a reckless move. I think it was no. the right thing to do. No, but I like that idea. Yeah. Like, yeah, kill them all, because any anyone let free is going to come back later, you know? And it's people inside of those. The last time we saw yeah, Gideon, yeah. he had robots. He had a he had droids. But now, yeah. or were they called dark troopers? Yeah, yeah, I think so. But now, yeah, now they're more stormtroopery than they yeah. were. Yeah. More Mandalorian. Yeah, I thought they were droids at first, but then I heard them screaming. I was like, "Oh, <laughs> these are these are people." <laughs> these are people. Yeah, it's kind of funny how it's come around, kind of full circle. So, like. Django Fett inspired the clone trooper outfits, which inspired the stormtrooper outfits, which then stormtroopers weren't like clone troopers or Mandalorians. They were, you know, and then they kind of came back to now being Mandalorian stormtroopers, which then I assume inspire first order stormtroopers. So I just rewatched the Rebels episode with Captain Rex when they go on the mission and he's in the stormtrooper armor and he's like, the clone armor is so much better than this. This is disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> he like hates it. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, after all is said and done, Paz is dead. The three Praetorians kill him. Um, which again, pretty yes. pretty badass way I, to go out, right? And I and the Praetorians have much more of a Mandalorian like style to the the helmet than they used yeah. than than previous designs. I think. Um, so I don't know if Moff Gideon had those just like waiting. Um, yeah, they also remind me of like nerd. the Praetorians. Also, kind of remind me of like. I don't know. I mean, like Sith, right? Yeah. You know? Yeah, they got the Ren. And like the Knights of Ren are kind of similar. Yeah. And we see those Praetorian Jedi. guards in, I don't, in, I don't in Knights of Ren. the Last Jedi, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ray and Kylo took out like nine of them. Yeah. Same kinds yeah. of weapons. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what do we think is going to happen in the final episode? Man, I don't know, but I feel bad for Bo-Katan. <laughs> she got so close, and to see that happen is such a freaking bummer. Um, and yeah. to have Gideon, like, taunting her, you know, uh, that was rough. Gideon was having a good time out there. He, um, he had the classic villain line. We have to stop meeting like this. Like, we have to stop meeting like, this. <laughs> like, oh, Okay. Classic villain. There was, I think he was interviewed maybe on the Star Wars live stage of Star Wars Celebration, and they said, like, how do you play? You're such a nice guy. Like, how do you play bad guys so well? And he was like, yeah. No, I'm actually just pretending to be nice. I'm really an asshole. And I was like, <laughs> <Hey>, Carlo. <laughs> You're phenomenal. <laughs> He's yeah. got kind of a friendly tone too in the show, which is kind of yeah. makes yeah. it a little more creepy. Yeah. Yeah. He's very like proud of himself. Yeah. Um very formal. Yeah. So I don't think Gideon is gonna get defeated in this next episode. I think that something <clears> big will happen, no. but like he will he will leave and then continue to fight next season. But something yeah, has I, to happen. I'm like I'm so impressed with how because going into knowing we were going to get Gideon or feeling like we were going to get Gideon this episode. I'm like, okay, Gideon has been the big bad for two seasons. Like, are they really, is it really just Moff Gideon again? And then it was like, oh, nope, here's how we do it. He uh, is in a shadow council of, of Imperial Remnants. So there's that. Uh, so he's just a cog in a much bigger picture. And also he has desecrated freaking Mandalore by building yeah. a, a Imperial base inside of it. So that yeah. whole, uh, like they very succinctly completely changed my mind when I was like, eh, Moff Gideon again. And I'm like, oh, Moff Gideon. Yeah. Moff Gideon's awesome. Yeah. Maybe I just yeah. hadn't seen him. Maybe I just needed to see him. And then once I saw him, I was like, oh yeah. Okay. I'm compl- like once you see that first shot of him like walking down that hallway with like the red lights coming yeah. down like the red shields coming down um and the clone like, tanks there are some clone tanks yeah I was immediately yeah. on board um yeah yeah I don't know so I don't no wild no wild theories um uh I hope there's no uh, legacy character cameo. I don't want that. Yeah. I, I need it to be Mando's story. I need this series yeah. to be like, it's Andor's Andor's story. Like Mando's, like Mandalorian's Mando's story, right? Book of Boba Fett should have been Boba Fett's story, and it wasn't. Yeah. Like, I need them to own it. It's their title. Like, their show. I have an off-topic, very dumb question. Uh-huh. Does it seem weird to you? That uh Grief Karga is still calling Mando Din. He's still calling him Mando when there's like a hundred Mandalorians around. Like when he was the only Mandalorian around, I could see him calling him Mando. Um, yeah. but like it's just his name. It's, so, just his name it's name. so weird, or it's like just call him by his name. Yeah, I guess it's a nickname, but like I don't know. That would be if like I'm Dutch, and if people were like, hey, Dutchie, but then they said it when we were in Dutch. Holland, right? That would be weird <laughs> in Holland because everyone is Dutch, you know? Yeah. I don't know. Maybe that's just me. Hey, du- hey Dutchie. Yeah. Right? 
yeah. I haven't really thought about it. Yeah. Okay. Matt, maybe that's just a, that's an annoying thing for me <laughs> and me alone. <laughs> Matt, do you have any you have any predictions for this final episode of, of this season three? No, I mean, do I? I think the only thing I could are we going to see Thrawn in the next episode? Maybe like at the end, like a post credit esque type of thing. I think we might. Yeah. Uh, my money is on Thrawn hologram. Yeah. Um, because that will function if they like didn't have his look 100% ironed out um, by yeah. the time the season was over. I think mm. it's going to be a Thrawn hologram. That's a good point. Um, I think we'll see it. Um, yeah. I'm wondering if there's going to be any more tie-in to Ahsoka. Um, if there's going to be a post-credit that's going to tie in or if it's just going to be Thrawn that's the, the thread um considering they're they said something about ahsoka being like a spin-off of the mandalorian um yeah. but maybe that's just for people that don't know who ahsoka is and only know her from the mandalorian yeah um yeah i wonder if we're gonna get an armor betrayal <laughs> i i wonder if she's not gonna dock the ship up there because she knows the tie fighters are coming yeah um, or the the interceptors and the bombers i yeah, there's there's some shit going on with her. There's I mean, something. he's he yeah. said it. Gideon has said launch the interceptors and the bombers. Uh, so. Oh yeah, we're we've got him sending those out. We have the little group of Mandos on the ground. We have Din in the interrogation room, um, and we've got the kind of sitting ducks up there in the fleet. Where are they going to bomb? Who are they bombing? The fleet. Right, the the light cruiser, that light yeah, cruiser with the with the mythosaur thing on the bottom looks so cool. Yeah, like, that looks rad. I guess. Um, yeah. No, I was thinking it would be like a land target. I don't know. Mm. Yeah. We see the bombers huh? in in Last Jedi at the beginning of Last Jedi, yeah. right on yeah. the ships. Yeah. Um. So it could be that. Because they have bombers, the, the yeah. light cruiser, yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. I are they gonna blow up all those Mandalorians? I mean, it would make sense. We haven't gotten any of their names or backstories, so they're all kind of disposable. But it, it that's another set, thing where it's like it would set Mandalore spent, way too far back. Yeah, the idea die. that we spent the whole season getting the Mandalorians together just to kill them in the finale seems like a too much of a bummer um losing paths was one thing and and this is kind of the pattern right we had a super fun episode last week with wacky hijinks and then uh just a gut punch episode this week um i don't know like they they can't kill all those mandalorians i hope right i mean they can they might I'm yeah, hoping I mean, we're talking about a franchise that has bombed whole planets on multiple occasions. Yeah. I don't think they're but gonna we didn't do spend that the whole first series. movie getting to know Alderaan. <laughs> oh, yeah, Osney Prime, too. But oh, I, oh, yeah, we didn't get to know them either. Yeah, I don't know, but I, I don't know how they could stop it, right? He's already kind of given the order, so I don't know how it's gonna get stopped. I don't know, I have no, I have no idea what's gonna happen. Um, but I think, yeah, I think we'll get a Thrawn hologram. I think that Din's helmet's going to come off um, in some kind of an interrogation situation. Okay. All right. All that's right. my that's my bet. That's yeah. literally all that I know. I think. And I hope more uh, Bogu being badass with the dark saber because she only used it to cut out what seemed like a really small hole in the blast door. <laughs> I was like, yeah. A little bit bigger. Um, yeah, might as well have just been a mouthful. Are we gonna see Grogu do some action? We can do. Some, I would assume Grogu do some action uh, action scenes in the the droid. Yeah, he's got to do something. I mean, I would assume, tonight, right? Is that what you want to see, Matt? It's gonna happen. Is that what you think? Do I want to see it? If it's good, I'll I want to see it. Okay. All if right. it sucks, then I don't want to see it. Yeah, That's if fair. we if we put him in a in an IG twelve just for him to hold fruit out of reach of <laughs> din that'll it will be a little bit i think of a wasted opportunity but the way he was walking yeah. down that street just being like yes 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 he was just so excited 
And it was yeah. like a wholesome light in the middle of this episode. It was so delightful. I should have yeah. known what we were in for at the end based on how delightful that sequence was. That's true. Um, I don't know what to expect. I'm excited. I'm excited. We for shall see. We shall see for next week. You know, we'll see. We'll see in time. For now, we only got episode seven. That's all we got. That's all we can work on. You know? So true. You got to take it one day at a time. That is the episode we watched tonight. You're, you're <laughs> correct. Thank you guys uh, so much for coming on uh, this episode. Uh, this was season three, episode seven. Before we get going, though, I want to know uh, your guys' social media, where we can find you, what you got coming up. Uh, Matthew, thanks for being the guest. What? Uh, yeah. Where can people find you? Instagram, Matthew A. Mori. Um, if you want. Yeah, there's not much going on in there. I post pictures of my cat often. He's cool. Uh, sometimes I put up guitar, ukulele, videos, whatever. Yeah. All right. Stop by, say hello. All right. Matthew A. Mori on Instagram. And uh, my co-host, Sarah. Uh, Sarah, where can people find you online? What do you got coming up? Uh, I am at uh, Ms. underscore Marauder on Instagram and TikTok. Uh, our next thing we got coming up, we got Anime Las oh. Vegas coming up. Mm -hmm. uh so we'll do some videos uh there we're gonna meet uh troy baker um which we're very excited about and a lot of my hero academia cast and then we are uh building a tiny uh tiny hawks uh lots of my life has been consumed by tiny red foam feathers um mm. i glued about 200 of them and i'm uh just cut out about 250 more so all right all right uh, for anyone out there who is listening, um, you can find our, our podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, SoundCloud, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and Stitcher. Uh, if you are maybe for, you know, miraculously watching the live stream, that's twitch.tv slash the Keeg Show or youtube.com slash the Keeg Show. Um, you can also give back to patreon.com slash the Keeg Show as well. It's pretty much at the Keeg Show slash the Keeg Show wherever you want. So uh, TikTok and Instagram are our two biggest social uh, media platforms at the Keeg Show. But we're also on Facebook and Twitter and all that jazz. Now, this is the Mandalorian after show. Every Thursday, we got Comic Talk. Every weekend, we got the Keeg Talks. Uh, so we got a lot of different shows uh, from the Keeg. So definitely check out what else we have to offer. Uh, thank you, everybody out, else out there for watching and or listening. Um, if you're out there, let us know you're out there. Like, comment, subscribe, do your thing. Um, it's nice to know who's listening to the podcast and everything. So uh, thank you guys so much for that. And uh, Matthew and Sarah, thank you so much for coming on the show. I really appreciate it. And uh, I can't wait for episode eight. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Yeah, thanks for thanks for coming on. Um, all in all, that was Mandalorian. Uh, once again, I'm your host, Demetri Pereira, and that was Mandalorian season three, episode seven. Take care, everybody. Bye bye. bye. Super strong or super